It was early April when the Centers for Disease Control and the Surgeon General came out reversing an earlier statement and recommending the voluntary wear of face coverings. We turn now to Washington, where the president announced that guidance from the CDC advising the use of non-medical cloth-based face coverings. Paula Reed is reporting tonight from the White House. Paula? Nor this new guidance comes after the CDC reviewed its own guidance on this issue and concluded there is some value to covering your face even if you don't have any symptoms. But with masks in short supply, they're encouraging people to make cloth masks at home. On today's episode, we will discuss the social battle of encouraging safety equipment wear and what we can learn from the ongoing debate on face masks. This is Between the Waves, an audio series to discuss the topics important to today's water safety professional. Here's your host from the great state of Texas, Cody Jones. Wear it and help flatten the curve. These words are just as important for life jacket or kill switch wear to reduce boating and open water fatalities as they are for the CDC's recommendation on face mask wear for reducing COVID-19 cases. And yet there are some very strong opinions throughout the U.S. on whether or not they will conform. So what can we take away from the public's reaction to face mask wear to educate us on how to address life jacket and kill switch wear? It was a late April Monday afternoon in New York City the epicenter of the COVID-19 cases in the U.S., and many on the streets and the few stores that were still open had a mask on, or at least readily available, however compliance was not universal. This was according to a reporter with a national news organization. As the global scales tilted in favor of wearing some form of face covering, the practice seemed ubiquitous in much of Asia and Eastern Europe. However, in the U.S., it seems much less readily adhered to. So what can we learn from this social experiment taking place before our very eyes? First is that as much as you try to get the message out that a given piece of safety equipment can save yours or another's life, there is a clear portion of the population that will not conform despite all attempts, regulations, and the like. Second, people are more likely to wear it if they see others doing it and also if highly influential people are seen willingly participating. Now let me be clear. I'm not recommending we abandon years of work in encouraging people to wear it when it comes to life jackets or kill switches, but I am saying we need to recognize the likelihood that our best efforts will only ever reach a small segment of the boating population, and therefore we must consider alternative approaches such as regulations, even knowing that we still won't get 100% compliance. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers study on requiring life jacket wear on some specific lakes clearly showed that a high compliance rate is achievable through regulation in comparison to awareness campaigns. Research is ongoing, and future studies will no doubt add nuances to the overall picture. The face mask may be a product of recent history, but as the pandemic continues to evolve, along with evidence and research, it will be interesting to observe how behaviors may change. The revelations we learn during this time should provide meaningful input on how we should work to educate, influence, and change the culture of life jacket and engine cutoff switch wear. It was best said recently by the boating law administrator in the great state of Alaska, Joe McCullough, that just like face masks, the likely reality is that the chances of exposure to COVID-19 are small, but are you willing to take that risk? The same is true for life jackets. 
The chances of drowning may seem small in comparison to the number of people hitting our state waters. But are you willing to take the risk for that one chance that you could lose your life? Thanks for listening, and hope to catch you the next time. Stay safe.